This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 20. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. If this is your first show, then thank you for tuning in. This is the, the, the show that I release twice a week where I aim to give you the motivation and the inspiration that you need to stay motivated in your language learning journey. And, you know, if you're learning a foreign language, well, there's the time that you need really the most motivation, I think, is probably when you first get started. And, you know, you first hit that slump and stuff starts to get hard and you realise you actually have to put in the hard work to learn a language. But then the other time that you need it is when you actually get to a fairly good level. You know, you're already intermediate. You can hold a conversation. Speaking is not such a big deal. But that's not quite enough for you and you want to go further. You want to get to advanced. So how do you do it? This is today's question that comes from Nate in Bolivia. Hey Ollie, what's going on? This is Nate Alger from Cochabamba, Bolivia, where I'm volunteering and working on my Spanish. My question for you is, do you have any advice for getting from language level B2 to C1 or C2 and becoming more of an expert in the language? Uh, thanks so much for taking the time and all the best. Hey, Nate, thank you so much for your question. And I, I don't know where you were when you were recording that, but I, I almost felt like I was there in Bolivia, sort of on the streets. Maybe you were sitting in the back of a bus or something. Uh, so really atmospheric question. Thanks for that. And uh, yeah, so let's get into this. And first of all, why is it that people struggle at the intermediate stage? It's such a common thing. People, people In fact, it's, it's known as the intermediate plateau because it's inevitable for virtually any language learner that when you reach the intermediate stage or, or around about B1 on the common European framework of reference, you start to find that your progress kind of grinds to a halt and that you just, you, you're just not really improving. Now, this happens essentially because you have already become quite familiar with the most frequent words and phrases in the language. You've improved quickly up until now because you've been hearing all these words and phrases all the time coming at you. And now that you've learned them, you've got this kind of feeling of confidence, which is fantastic. You probably also speak Spanish and, uh, you know, you speak every day and you're, and you're quite used to giving your standard greetings and listening to what people say to you, uh, whatever you do for work. You probably you're familiar with all the vocabulary that people use on a daily basis. And so you're comfortable with that. Essentially, everything's great. Except you don't seem to be able to, you know, take that next step forward and keep improving at the same rate. And it comes down to this this concept of frequency and the fact that what you need to learn next is a step beyond what you've already learned. Okay, the stuff that's going to take you beyond that B1 stage up to B2 or even C1 or eventually even C2, the things that you need to learn to get there are things that you're not going to hear very often because it's the more kind of higher order language. The kind of stuff that, that people uh, would have originally learned, you know, back at school, for example, when they were studying certain technical terms that you only hear when people are talking about politics or, I don't know, the, the, the health service or, or whatever, things that you're not going to chat about over a beer on the street. And so I think the quote that really sums up this situation is this. What got you here won't get you there. And this is really pertinent because all the stuff that you've been doing so far to, to learn Spanish has been great to get you to the point that you are at the moment. But again, this, these are the things that you've been doing have, have been useful to learn the high frequency stuff that you get to hear and you get to read 
on a daily basis. Now, what's next is this less common language, stuff that you don't hear every day. So you need to change things up and do something a little bit different in order to start to learn that stuff. So what are these new different things? Well, first of all, you need to have a lot more challenging input in Spanish, okay? Which means that you need to, you, by all means, keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure you will anyway, but you need to take on, you need to get your sources of input from different places. That means reading more books. This means perhaps some more traditional heads down study like you may not have done to get where you are right now. It means doing things like listening to the radio, which is you know generally quite challenging language. But if you can find radio that comes with transcripts, so you can follow along at the same time, listen and read, uh, then I'll, and I'll give you some ideas for this later on, then that is absolutely ideal. So stuff that's not your everyday exposure that you would normally get. All right, so you need to get more challenging input. That's the first thing. The second thing is that you need to start producing Spanish in a different way as well. All right, because it's all very well getting that input, but what, what you'll find is that because it's quite low frequency, you know, because it's not such common language that you're taking in, you can, you're not going to find it easy to remember because, you know, you might learn the word for uh, establishment, for example, and you might hear it and you might think you've learned it, but then you probably won't hear it again for another six months, by which point you've, you've forgotten it, right? So you need to actually start to take the language, the new language you're going to get and to actually produce it because it's by involving yourself and personalizing the stuff that you're learning. That's how you retain information and start to kind of take ownership over, over the language. So if you're studying on your own, if, it, if it's a kind of self-study question, then here, here are a few things that, that, that I would, I would say. First thing is, as a beginner in general, the kind of thing that works for people in terms of learning a language when they're abroad is quantity over quality. Quantity over quality. Okay, so what I mean by that is you kind of spend so much time exposed to Spanish hearing it that eventually you kind of learn it one way or another. And, you know, indeed, that it's quite a good study principle, actually. As a beginner, I, I think it's better to sort of come across a whole load of stuff, read widely, listen widely, speak a lot. Because you don't know exactly what lessons you're going to learn and what you're going to take on board. So quantity over quality is usually quite a good strategy for a beginner. What you need now is to reverse that and you need to go for quality over quantity. All right. So whereas in the past, maybe you would have kind of read through a, a magazine article kind of pretty quickly to get the gist because a lot of it you didn't really understand. What you need to do now is to take that same magazine article and go through it with a fine tooth comb and actually make sure you kind of understand stuff in detail. If you're writing down a a new word, it's not enough just to kind of write down the word and maybe the definition, but to also put examples and maybe make some notes about how that word is used. Okay, so you're really going for the depth of kind of understanding of the of the, the stuff that you're studying. So that's a kind of principle. Secondly, I would really have a reading goal of some kind. Because one of the main ways that you're going to get beyond intermediate and towards the more advanced stage is by reading a lot of books. It doesn't have to be books. It can be other stuff. But, you know, books are the most easily accessible things. And there's some fantastic literature in Spanish. I mean, I, I read a few Garcia Marquez books like Love in the Time of Cholera and Hundred Years of Solitude in Spanish. And it was they're not that difficult. You know, you, you can they're really quite accessible. And you just get to you, you just get to read this beautiful language that you've never come across before because people don't actually speak like that, you know. So you get to uh, you get to read this amazing literature. You get to in, and enjoy it at the same time. So I definitely set yourself a reading goal of some kind, maybe and reading for half an hour a day, something that's going to just push you. 
And I'd also have a writing goal of some kind. Like we said earlier, it's important not just to take it in, but also to put it out again. So something that's really good is to work with a teacher at this stage. I don't know whether you've got a teacher at the moment, Nate, but I think a teacher kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of lukewarm on, on teachers in the early stages of learning a language, but a teacher, a good teacher really comes in handy when you're kind of intermediate and beyond because you need someone to point out the, the intricacies and the nuances of the language. So what I would do is work with a teacher or a, or a tutor of some kind and then try to write something every week, like a mini essay or, or a letter or something like that. Take some of the stuff you've been reading and write stuff on that same topic. Show it to your teacher, get them to correct it for you, talk through why they've corrected what they have and really get into depth. The other great thing about having a teacher is it's a bit of accountability because I know what it's like when you live abroad. Sometimes you're kind of more concerned with actually your day-to-day life and enjoying yourself and maybe not feeling, you know, going out so that you don't feel so lonely and stuff like that. Um, that can be more important than actually sitting down and studying. All right. So, so having a teacher can really help with your accountability. Another, another thing that you can do is to get your teacher to choose an article for you each week to bring an article onto the lesson. You read that article together or even even better, the teacher kind of gives you an article and you go away and read it during the week. Try to understand as much as you, as you can and then bring it back with questions. You then talk about those questions, about some of the more difficult language. Do you see where I'm going with this? You know, kind of taking some more difficult material and really going into depth with it. Something else you could think about doing is actually taking a course in Spanish. So whatever that may be, whether it's a kind of, I don't know, going to, 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 ideally it would be something written. So I don't know if you've got any kind of universities or colleges near where you are, but if you could sign up for, for a course on a topic that interests you, ideally something slightly more academic that involves a bit of reading and writing, that would really be a way to kickstart your, your Spanish because it would be tough for you at the beginning. But again, you've got this great mix of difficult material. You have to produce and do writing. And you've also got a lot of accountability. You know, I know some people who have been studying, taking university programs in foreign universities and their language level just gets to an insanely high, high level. So again, that, that's a more challenging one, but that would really, that would really uh, give you a kickstart straight away. The other thing you might think about doing is actually enrolling in an academic Spanish program of some kind. Uh, not your typical Spanish classes, but maybe academic Spanish or academic writing or, I don't know, business Spanish, something totally different that you haven't done before. Because again, that's just what that's going to do is just give you the um, the, the kind of the, the impetus, the new material and the inspiration that you need to get away from this kind of daily daily Spanish that you, that's got you got you to this stage really well, but is not going to be enough to get you further. All right, so I hope that makes that makes sense, Nate. I hope that that kind of answers your question and gives you an idea of a way forward. Essentially, what got you here won't get you there, and so you need to think about what you can do to change things up. If you'd like to ask me a question, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask, and that will send you to a widget where you can leave me a voicemail. You can also leave me a question in an iTunes review, and I'll definitely pick that up and be sure to answer your question. You can do that by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash review, and that will forward you on to iTunes where you can leave that, that rating and review for me. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the episode. And I've got a fantastic one for you today, especially for Nate, actually, because this is all about Spanish. It's how can you 
get to a higher level in Spanish. And you remember earlier on, I mentioned the fact that one of the really great things to do is to start to listen to radio shows and follow along with the transcripts. Well, there is a fantastic website called Radio Ambulante, which is got a whole load of stuff. What part of which is podcasts? It's got these great podcasts in Spanish, and the full transcript to everything is available on the website. So you can listen to these podcasts in natural Spanish and download the 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 transcript and follow along at the same time. Dissect it all. This is you know you've got a lifetimes of lifetime of, of material right there. So Radio Ambulante is the is the name of the website. All of this is going to be in the show notes, which is at IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash episode 20. So you can find it there. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of the podcast.